The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. Kleina Hour, the power of water and water life science. We're into our 10th year, and how exciting of the guests we've had for all these years. We've had Nobel Prize winners. We've had Dr. Effie Chow. PhD was appointed by President Clinton to start introducing holistic Chinese medicine into America, the more natural way to treat yourself and be more proactive. And we could go on. Dr. Marguerite McDonald, who is an ophthalmologist and refractive eye surgeon, one of the founders of LASIK. Um, Dr. Philip Payton, unbelievable in, uh, in surgery as an ophthalmologist, but also now into diet as what your diet should be for a healthier you and a healthier vision and get into the more natural, holistic direction. I could go on and on. In Holland, we've had the head of Holland Waters uh, Resources. We've had in the state of Arizona, the head of Water Resources. Back east, the largest family, oldest family in organic farming and using the least amount of water. And we were in Kenya. We've been in, this, in, in all these countries and, and all over this country in the United States of America with a new idea, a new t- thinking. It's where I come from. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science. And the reason I'm the founder of that is I learned long ago in research that your life on this planet is a miracle to live with that solar system. Enjoy it. It's your hobby to live with yourself. It's your gift. It's the will of all holistic vision. Is that vision of water to live with you first. It's everything there is. Earth began with it. It was in the air you're breathing, that invisible water called vapor. It's so confusing. They call it humidity. They call it atmosphere. Sometimes they'll even call it your environment. But it's the water vapor that is alive in the, in the air you're living in. It's how you're breathing, your skin, your breath of life, to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Your eyes are breathing. Everything about your life is breathing. But remember something, and this is why it's so important, how you treat yourself. If the earth is living with water, you are water. The moment you were born, you came from your mother's pocket of water with Earth's nature, the planet's holistic nature. That mother carried your breath for nine months and then your breath forever. That mother is amazing of what Earth did. And they often wonder why 
So then why do they say her, she, the woman, all these? Well, it's because Earth did that. The nature of all life is the mother carries for nine months a breath with the mother in water. And then the baby is born. To have a breath with that mother for the rest of the duration of life. But the mother's sharing it with you with the breath of earth, with that breath of water, that water vapor. And when that baby was born at that moment, the breath of life, the water vapor kept you alive with the breath of recycling. The mother started that. That recycling of that breath is what keeps you alive, the breath of life, that invisible water. The moment you were born, you begin to a very serious evaporation process, water loss, because you're no longer being protected by that body of water around you. The water loss is called evaporation of life, water. And inside that skin that's like your dam holding you together and that wall is water. Skin is 75 to 80% water. But behind that skin is a miracle of each of those organs inside that body, your kidneys, your liver, your blood, your lungs, your heart, your bones, your kidneys, your muscles, teeth, your brain, the surface of your eyes, all have water. Why did, it, why did nature do that? So you could operate and function with the recycling of the water from the water vapor, and that would keep you alive. So when you were born, you opened your eyes. You began to breathe. You began to relate to the, maybe a moment of a crying to let earth know you're there with a rhythm. And you felt that rhythm right then and there. But when you open that eyelid, there are no two eyes alike. There are no two fingerprints alike. You operate that uniquely. You operate with your own breath, that own miracle. It's you. It belongs to you. Always value it. Embrace your life. That's why you need to embrace somebody else's too. Always be fair to other people how they're thinking. Don't be so judgmental so quickly unless they're doing really bad harm and danger. And they're so so imperfect. They would really think that somebody else's life isn't as valuable as their life. Can I tell you something? I really think that person doesn't value their own life either. They could just throw it away to the dust. Why would they value somebody else's life if they don't value this planet? Because this planet is valuable. It lives in the solar system, but it lives with water first. The surface of your eye is 99% water, but in the womb, at that moment, it begins to form the eyes. The brain and the eyes connect together at the same moment of breath. Now, the brain, you need to know, is 80 to 85% water. What happens when the eyes are not receiving enough recycling of the water vapor? You become emotionally caught up, stressed, exhaustion. The impact of you having not enough water 
at the surface of your eye is devastating to you personally. So you need to realize there's things you need to do. Each of those organs has a percentage of water. Each of those organs has to be recycled. That's why this show is so important. Let's just call this a new technology, a new discovery, a new direction, a new thinking. The medical field has found us with our patents all over the world and this thinking and this patent being awarded to us. Patents are not only to make sales and income, but patents give you the protection for other people to study and join you that there's a new technology, there's a new scientific discovery going on. Ours is evaporation of the eyes, causing vision impairment to blindness. But we have learned through our research center that happens in the whole body, but it's also on the trees outside you. The whole planet is suffering because we're not allowing enough water to stay on the surface of the planet with technology and discovery. It's all either draining down to the aquifers or going to the ocean. It's the fresh water that keeps us alive with the evapor- to slow down the evaporation of the water vapor. What is climate change? What is climate change? When Earth first began, the climate changed to, to heat up the water vapor. It over-evaporated, and then the droplet fell. It's been going on ever since. So Earth had water come with life, a species, then came soil. Don't ever do anything to not protect your soil. Because you don't want it to become sand. That's devastating. That's the next Mars. Let's use technology as, as our new discovery to what we can do to make a better, healthier planet. It's the water first, though. So your politicians, as you're electing them and you're talking to them, bring up water as the number one most important infrastructure of your whole planet Earth. Don't let them be elected without making that a priority. Now, our forefathers did that way back in time. Water was always the priority. Look at the country of Holland being below sea level. My husband, Willem Kleina, is from Holland. He knows how important it is for Holland to make water the priority. Over in Israel, below sea level there, they know that there's areas in that continent. You have to make water a priority. In the sand of the Middle East, now that we have technology, desalination is desalination, but guess what? It puts all that uh, what's left over garbage back into the ocean and heating the ocean up. That isn't healthy to heat up the ocean and change the temperature of the ocean by putting that dumpage of what's left over of desalination back into the ocean. They're not using that correctly. We need new technology. We do believe in recycling. San Diego, Singapore, recycling water. We do believe in that. But we've got to learn together. But your body, your health, your life is embracing it. Embrace somebody else. But Earth has a whisper. Don't take it with you by thinking that you can destroy the planet and not leave something special behind because Earth wants you to. The holistic side of thousands and thousands and millions and billions of years is saying to you through this show, you must receive the will. And in that will, you need to realize your gift is this. 
you must protect the water as a priority, but you also need to take care of your personal health. And if you do that, you'll be taking care of the health of yourself and others around you. And you'll be taking care of the earth with instincts. It will come nature to your rhythm. Well, today we have a very special guest. I'm really excited about James. James Gormley is an award-winning author, expert in dietary supplements and and health politics. And boy, we're going to have fun with this one. He writes books on health and uh, and his work with the FDA and Simon, it says here, and we shall learn because all of us in the medical field are saying, times have changed. We need new ideas. The regulations need to fit in there, more holistic ways to treat the patient with regulations than ever before. And this company, Biologic Aqua Research, Water Life Science, has been pounding the pavement. This show, Power of Water, has been pounding the pavement. And let's see if James can teach us something here. So we're going to uh, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. It's a tissue culture grade water of a trade secret. To be able to mist the eyes at the surface to supplement Everybody should be doing it every day, at least once or twice. And those of you that have severe dry eye problems because of medications or symptoms of whatever, be sure to mist as often as you want. You can. You can't overuse it because it will supplement the eyes to slow down that evaporation that causes vision impairment to yes, blindness. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with James Gormley. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. James, are you with us? Yes, uh, Sharon. Uh, thanks so much for the, uh, for the opportunity. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I have to tell you, and let me tell the audience first, James about you. You're an award-winning health journalist and best-selling author. Uh, You have had over 20 years of experience in health publishing and communications of that. Uh, You are Vice President and Service Policy Advisor of the Citizens for Health, I would say probably like a movement, uh, 
And you can tell us more. What you've been doing? How did you get, start this? Because sure. uh, I'm, uh, I, I have been doing this a long time. I'm in my 70s. I'm 74. I, well, years ago, way back in time, I could see there's something wrong here. The way I was president mm-hmm. of the American Cancer Society and on the State Board of Health here in Oregon for way back. And I could see we're not going about this right. And then I started studying stress and emotional problems. And all of a sudden, I could see where we weren't going about this right. It's the air that we're living in that's causing a stress to the body because of water. So I went about this a little more challenging, maybe, <laughs> James. How would you have liked to have started your career telling people that? Well, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm there. <laughs> yes. Can you hear me okay? Yes. At first, people thought I was a little crazy because I wanted to supplement what the air wasn't doing entirely, but we'll talk about that later. But tell us about how you started. Where did sure. you grow up? And then how did you get where you're at? Well, um, I grew up in New York City. And um, I, in the early 90s, I was actually, uh, I was an editor for a couple of medical journals uh, mm-hmm. for uh, uh, the American Journal of Medicine and the American Journal of Surgery. And mm-hmm. long story really short, um, I was, it didn't really feel like a great fit for me in terms of the fact that I was interested in health foods and healthy products and uh, it wasn't really, you know, I didn't really feel like I was <laughs> supporting my own mission. So I, um, an opportunity came up for me to join better, what was called Better Nutrition for Today's Living magazine back then. This would have been in the beginning of 1995. And um, Frank Murray, uh, who was really a pioneer in the, in the modern health food industry, and pioneer in the sense of having fought for dietary supplements and fought against the FDA, uh, fought for health freedom. He um, uh, invited me to come aboard, and, um, and I did for, for, uh, for eight years. I became the editor-in-chief. Wow. Um, I had an opportunity to get involved with uh, some international health efforts in China, um, mm-hmm. Iceland, Paris, and Rome wow. with the Codex regulations. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a chance to... Um, you know, that kind of started me on that mm-hmm. whole track. And, you know, I've written some health books and obviously this um, Health mm-hmm. at Gunpoint book just mm-hmm. more recently. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but, yeah, that's sort of a, in broad strokes. <laughs> wow, wow. So how far are you? Are, uh, uh, well, right now, when you grew mm-hmm. up, I'll never forget I stayed at Hilton's when I'm in Manhattan all these years. And I'll never forget when you got your first Whole food store. <laughs> oh yeah, I was oh, in my funny. hotel and I was in the lobby and here yeah. comes this person with a whole food store um, bag, and I'm going, Bill. So I went to the mentor D. I said, Do you have a whole food store here? He says, Yeah, just down the street. <laughs> so I said, What's the only? Yeah, it's funny because the um, the original because Better Nutrition. It's still, um, it still is distributed through, um, through health food stores around the United States. Yeah. And when I was there, we, I guess we had a circ- we, we went out to about a half million people through about 1,600 health food stores around the United States at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really sure what their, you know, what their distribution is now. It's, it's certainly a very good magazine. Um, and uh, so there were a lot of concerns we heard from health food stores, still health food store uh, managers, retailers, who would... Uh, contact us and say, 
oh, uh, a wild oats just opened up uh, nearby or a, um, a Whole Foods store just mm-hmm. opened up nearby and, you know, they, they can offer lower prices and, and all of this and we're, we're really concerned. And as the years went by, uh, they actually, there were studies that were done that showed for every, and this is not, this is not pro or for or against any of those specific I, stores. I'm following you. But, I know I'm going to say yeah. when you're done here too, but go ahead. So for every store, for every one of those big monster health food stores that opened up, there would be, I think, two or three mom and pop health food stores would sprout up right. in, the, in, the, in, yeah. the, in the vicinity. <laughs> so, and well, the reason that, is... You know what that is, a, James? What's that? That's the behavior. That's behavior. In fact, yes. there's one thing I'm going to say. Uh, well, I'm going to get mm-hmm. into this and I'll go over to another thing. But it's like years and years ago before I started what I do, I study, I'm a study nerd and I'm just boring. So I went out and studied all the, all kinds of things. And then why did Carl Jr. go here and McDonald's across the street, Taco Bell here and McDonald's here and why Italian here and Italian there, all these Mexican restaurants and da, da, da. It stimulates people. It's, an, uh, it's a behavior pattern. We call it algorithm today, but it's a behavior that people just stimulate because it encourages more attention to it. And what's That's people's a, appetites? But, yes, you I'm know, sorry, I have to tell you, I have yes. had friends that are Chinese scientists and, and Chinese holistic scientists, too, and can, they can tell you the horror stories that's being put in jail way back in time because you're a voodoo, having a health food store, voodoo for recommending something like that. My doctor, Effie Chow, who became very close to me now, uh, was appointed by Bill Clinton to bring holistic uh, Chinese medicine education to America and new ideas and, and proactive health. She said she can remember getting people out of jail way back in time because they thought they were voodoo. So everything has come so far. Thank gosh. Thank God. <laughs> that's absolutely that's absolutely right. And 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 the funny thing is, you know, sometimes people say, uh, still talk about oh, alternative medicine and crystals and moonbeams and things of that nature. And you know what? The um, some of those same people who are you know who have uh, and mind you, there are less and less fewer and fewer people who are just against complementary and alternative medicine these days has certainly been growing tremendously over the last you know several decades but even for those holdouts they don't really realize that the first systems of medicine in the United States and I talk about this in in my book uh, Health at Gunpoint which is uh, more of a history than a um, than a political book it really it's more more and, you know, it goes through the history of the natural mm-hmm. foods movement in the U.S. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, the first systems of medicine in the U.S. were uh, eclectic medicine and homeopathy and hydropathy mm-hmm. and, and um, Thompsonianism mm-hmm. and, and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Those were the first systems here. What we call modern medicine or conventional medicine, that's the new kid on the block, right. um, you know, compared to some of these older um, naturopathy and and uh, traditional Chinese medicine. Some of these 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 much older systems that have been around for 
either uh, a couple of centuries or or many centuries. Or, in the or case they of, came from other countries of the of the earth. Uh, <laughs> come from other mm-hmm. countries uh, out there that came here to live and brought it with them, and they didn't That's practice correct. what we call. You know, I I have a description. I'm in the medical field with my research, mm-hmm. and my doctors are all physicians and surgeons and da 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 da. But we're the first holistic medicine on the planet to be in the sitting in the drugstore department and the doctor's offices and more in hospitals with 100% water genes. The mm-hmm. way I position that, though, is a direction that worked to get their respect to be able to show them that without the water, you can't treat it's got to be the future of everything, water first. So then I went out and learned, and my physicians are all learning, and the medical field in the United States is learning, and in China, and other countries, because of the patents I've been awarded now. But mm-hmm. because of what we're learning, at the top of all holistic medicine was water. It was always number one anyway. They mm-hmm. just left it behind, and this is why. They never thought it could be patented. So until I came around with my patent attorney and we got Mm -hmm. the description of that supplementation to the eyes of dry eye, Mm da-da-da-da, protected with a patent. And the patent to me means scientists awarded you the protection while you're still studying and go forward Mm -hmm. in all those countries all over the world. Okay, well, where I come from with this with you is Mm -hmm. what you're trying to tell the world with your books and should get no end of awards for all your books, is the regulators have to learn to work with the new movement because the regulators have to realize that people are going to be involved in more proactive, holistic alternatives before the medication. Because look at how many people, James, are dying because of Mm -hmm. medication. Now, we have two parts to that, and I'm sorry I don't have the figures in front of me. One part that was just announced recently, was like 250,000 a year die because of the medication. Then we have another 250,000 people dying because of mistakes in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Are they going to war over that? <laughs> no. It's a genocide. And the thing about it is, is do you know anybody who died yourself personally because of the medication or died because of the hospital's mistake? Um, I don't, well, I shouldn't say that. Um, my own mother, um, in fact, um, before, shortly before she passed, she had, she wound up having a a brain seizure and she believed that it was because of a respiratory, no, I'm sorry, an anti, um, uh, I believe it was a respiratory drug, a new respiratory drug that she had been prescribed that can cause brain seizures. It could have been. Now I do. I have lost a brother. Yep. I lost a daughter. Oh, wow. Wow, sorry. Just recently. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing about it is, is we, everybody I talk to has some relationship to something, ta-da, and the medical mm-hmm. field that we're in, I'm mm-hmm. in, has to mm-hmm. come to the party. I was talking to a physician, a surgeon last week, and he said, Sharon, it's, it, the medical field has to take a change. They've got to take a change. Because mm-hmm. what's happening is they're in hospitals and the medications and, and all these treatments are not all working. And we don't know which one is going to kill or what, mm-hmm. which, what you're going to do to the person when you're doing it. And the thing about it is, is way back in time, 
I don't know how old you are, but way back in time, it got to mm-hmm. the point that people said, those rushing to the doctor, Jane. Mm-hmm. I have a nosebleed, or I have a cold, or I have a, a bone problem. You know, Please hurry, hurry up and fix it in a hurry because I've mm-hmm. got other things to do. Well, then people mm-hmm. started looking at the doctor as if it was God, and, oh, please, I know you'll do it, God. Please help me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, this is great. This is going to make me feel better. They never, but the medications weren't as strong then as they are today. Mm-hmm. It's like eye drops in the old world. When they first mm-hmm. invented an eye drop or a saline solution, it was very mild, very, very mild, very, very mm-hmm. mild. Today, it is stronger and stronger and stronger. Everything has to have a more power, you know, to it. So people have gotten mm-hmm. we, this show and what you're doing, and we should join forces. Uh, Absolutely. We've got to get out there and pound the pavement. I'm going into China with our, uh, we have a new licensing partner in China launching Nature's Imus with a supplement to the eyes. And you know what's going on in China. They have to learn to live there with that industrial mm-hmm. revolution. And right, so what right, we're doing absolutely. is to go in there and learn more about how mm-hmm. do you live where you live? How do you learn to live in Brooklyn? How do you, where mm-hmm. you're living? How do you learn to live in Iceland? How do you mm-hmm. learn to live where I'm living in Grants Pass, Oregon? Um, in Southern Oregon, uh, we have to learn, and we can teach them, but you've got to reach out. They've got to want to reach out and be part of a new movement of what you're trying to teach people. You're not mm-hmm. selling anything. You're educating mm-hmm. people with a story of how to take better care of the miracle that's been given to you to enjoy, to live on this planet, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. with nature first. And then, of course, in my case, I'm saying you better put the water first or you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. Uh, What you're saying in China is is an interesting case in point. Um, You know, I had a chance to go there as part of the Always, uh, the Always Foundation. Um, I had a a health conference there in China along with the, the Chinese government. And it was taking a look at what, this is 2001 we're talking about, so this is 15 years ago, mm-hmm. what was then just starting to be that, that kind of that new industrial, the new industrial revolution that you're talking right. about in China, where they, I was right near the Beijing Hotel and I saw all these fast food joints, fast food, food restaurants um, that had opened up. I saw, I was, the smog situation wasn't as bad then as it is now, but there. Mm-hmm. But I wound up seeing a young person on a motorized bike, some kind of moped or something. Mm-hmm. And this kid must have been about 300 pounds. And I was like, so it, it was interesting. That was just one, one example, looking at the, look, you know, on the one hand, having a chance to eat this traditional diet, this wonderful diet over there, these wonderful oh, meals. I love the food there. Yeah. It's great food. But then looking at the, the, the effect of modern mm-hmm. society or the industrialized world and all of this, some of these f- effects, mm-hmm. which is run rampant now. So, yeah, the, it, it, the mm-hmm. people there and in other countries around the world, the, the populations, the people want, very much want to have improved health. He's saying in the United States. Right. It's the government gets in the way of, of, or either decides what the people should have or shouldn't have, and don't let the people, um, broadly speaking, make their own decisions in terms of self-determination. Now, this is where in the United States of America, and I'm going to come to the water now, and I hope you start including the water into your books, too, because 
the water was way back in time, thousands and thousands of years ago, was the reason there was any medication, I mean, holistic medication thought of, because they understood that way back in time, that if you take your, it's kind of like Tai Chi and Qigong, you take your hand away from your uh, body and you reach out to that invisible, that air and that around you and that invisible water vapor that you forget there, you feel something. And sometime, way back in time, somebody felt something, oh my gosh, there's something that just happened to me by touching that air there. That's almost like energy. So they learned that there there had to be, and then here came this rain, and they watched it into the puddle of puddles and waters and streams, and they could see and they could hear the movement of what that might be as something more important than they are standing there. There was something away from you by far more important happening with energy, and, and we call it electrolytic today. So when time happened and time passed, they left that energy behind James, because the, the nature of that, that way of living has got to be your first nature. And mm-hmm. what happened in time, and we got to take our only break I take during the uh, show, that I will tell you, and you can help me because you talked about politics. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the politics, the money makers, and what's happening. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And uh, we'll have our sponsor. We'll have our sponsor, uh, Nature Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist to supplement your eyes. It's your eyes at the surface are 99% water. Did you know that the evaporation causes vision impairment to potential maybe blindness? We should be misting like we brush our teeth and eat food every day. Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Jean. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Gene, you and I were talking about what has happened out there in the period of time with, let's just say, the politics, either the politics in the medical field, the politics in the United Nations. FDA, NIH, uh, the physicians, down to the alternative medicine and holistic medicine practices. The politics 
of it all are mind-boggling. And give us your point of view. Well, yeah, that's a yeah, that is a very important point. It's it's a broad area because there's so many different areas in there we can jump into. But I would say that I think uh, it's good for for your listeners to to be tuned in to uh, credible credible organizations that are out there because there are, there are a lot of people spreading um, misinformation or uh, saying the sky is falling and things of that nature. But there are some good credible organizations out there, um, such as Citizens for Health, um, such as the Nat- National Health Federation. Um, the, and so, so there are some good organizations that people have an opportunity to to stay on top of what's going on. They can be more empowered rather than just you know sort of waiting for the next uh, shoe to fall or the next uh, <laughs> axe to fall on our health freedoms. I think it's important to to stay tuned to what some of these organizations are telling are letting us know about in terms of opportunity for informed action. So whether it's the FDA or whether it's the USDA, whether it's food, food, irradiation, food, irradiation, food irradiation or water problems, whatever it might be, um, there are opportunities where we can write uh, letters very easily online, send in petitions, and be part of a movement where we're in charge of what really happens, where we don't have to be worrying about the next political battle or the next attack on our health freedoms. I think that's a better, it's a good way to proceed. Can I share something with you about an evaluation? Um, and mm-hmm. technolo- I study technology, so I'm an evaluator. I'm a very nerdy, crazy person. <laughs> Politics is no more interested in it than the man in the moon to me. Uh, water is not a priority, it's an infrastructure, number one. Number two, do they do anything to, to, to solve the problems of those 250,000 people dying with medication, the 200 and maybe 50,000 or whatever this, now what the real statistics are, I forget they are, dying in a hospital because of a mistake. Uh, we go out to our planet Earth and see what they're not reacting to, to a genocide that's going on around the world. Of, of, um, of all that is happening, well, and I mean, you just look at it. The politics don't care. And I've noticed, and of course, um, my time of life, the United Nations is, is politics and too social. You can't be political and socially getting, get doing these things, what they're doing, and, and try to solve the problems of what has been wrong. You've got to go in and, and say, this has been done wrong. We now need to correct this for the health of our planet. They're thinking, you know, years ago, Jane, I used to, one time I saw this bumper sticker and this person says, on this bumper sticker, and it was a real bumper, I'm taking it all with me. In other words, they meant when I die, it's all going to go with me, right? Well, I think that's how they're all acting. That's all their all behavior pattern. Is there, you know, and for people like yourself to dedicate your life to, what you believe is going to be a very healthy planet, a very healthy person. Save lives. And uh, the, the medical field is starting to come around because all the physicians that I know and the physicians that I haven't met yet that I've had on my show are all saying the same thing. We need to get into the regulations being able where the doctor can inside the office discuss 
holistic ideas, alternative ideas. So the patient leaves and gets to thinking about other ways to study it besides mm-hmm. just what the doctor is going to be providing them to assist them. It isn't supposed to be the answer to it all. The patient mm-hmm. has to go home or you have to live your life adding to your own life with a proactive responsibility of you taking for your own actions of what you can do for yourself. That's true. And I didn't mean to make that so complicated, but it really is very simple. If you, James, and I, Sharon, get up in the morning, put our feet on the ground, or the homeless, or anybody else, and say, I'm taking full responsibility for my personal actions to be a healthy person. That'll make a healthier planet. Because there's going to be a time come that if we're not healthy, it's going to affect the whole health of the planet's nature too. Of course. Of course. And look at the diseases that are out of control, Jane. Out of control. Mm-hmm. Because the post stamp hasn't been working. Now, what have you been learning about nutrition? Well, I mean, one, one thing that I think is important is that some of this, a lot of these things can be overwhelming to people. You know, if we, if we think about all there is to learn or if we think about all of the challenges to our health, challenge, the environmental problems, pollution, the pollution of our water, pollution of our, of our food, of our environment, you know, where you find toxins in breast milk, you find toxins in our soil. And there are challenges, as you mentioned, to, well, what should we eat? You know, what type of food should we eat? Uh, we're talking about nutrition. What should we do? And obviously, there's not just one answer to it all. But I think what's important is, as I mentioned, to not be overwhelmed, to realize that we can take small steps each day um, mm-hmm. for improved health, whether it's mm-hmm. walking around Very the block or whatever it might Very be, good. taking small steps right. each day. Right. Right. Just a notch a, a moment at a time and enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, when the reason I brought you up on nutrition is I have a lot of physicians that are surgeons that are teaching in their practices nutrition. Not that they went to school to become an expert in nutrition, not that the regulators say, oh, you can do it, but they're teaching with their diet to be a very important part of their health benefits. So for the diet doctors to be able to treat them, for them to go home and think about a healthier diet, changing the diet. Uh, and uh, getting very much into vegetarian and vegan. If it isn't every day, try to make it part of your day uh, or part of your lifestyle is to try to learn how to digest your food, get the right greens in you, the right fruit in you. Uh, And, of course, in my case, we really preach drinking lots of water and bringing Mm -hmm. water into your supplementation of your life and make it a primary goal. But nutrition, as far as diet, is becoming an enormous movement where the doctors can feel that, that, that maybe they won't get sued because they said <laughs> you go home and you learn how to eat correctly. You know what I mean? Then the other one is the supplementation. I'm going to ask you something, and I've done mm-hmm. a lot of studies. I'm always worried a little bit about people over-vitamining, too much vitamins, because that can cause a toxin in the body if they don't mix well for you personally, if you take too many without mm-hmm. understanding the functioning of your own body. You know, the, we call it the gut. In your gut, after you eat, how did it feel down at the base of your stomach? Did you feel good or bad after an hour? 
supplements mm-hmm. the same way. If you get too many supplements, they may not be working for you. And you may start feeling a little drowsy or a little sluggish or the gut might feel kind of full, maybe not right. Those supplements are sad too because people want to think that that's going to solve all the problems of all their symptoms or complaints or uncomfortableness or whatever it is they're uncomfortable about or questions about what they're not sure about. Maybe they better do something at all and they just start popping the pills and supplements. Right, right. No, it's, it's, a, it's a very it's, good and point. That's um, yes, I'm sorry. That's a very good point because I think, um, first of all, I think it's, it's important for us to just take a step back and just say, look, um, everything starts with a, a good, clean diet. As much local food as we were able to take advantage of, local. depending on where we mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. Um, local food, clean water, and, and good, good nutrients, and clean living to the extent that we can. Um, as far as supplements specifically, um, I think it's it's important for people to, in general, for adults in particular, to take a uh, multivitamin, multimineral. Um, there are children's multis as well. Um, I think it's it, if we can get them at a local health food store or food co-op, that probably is better than going into the you know local um, you know mass market. Um, and to, to start start out with that, and I think it's important that we pay attention to the cues that the body is telling us, similar to what you were saying. So if we take a big, what we call a horse pill <laughs> supplement, uh, it, maybe it's has shellac all over it, and it's it's, it's it goes like a like a like a brick into our stomach. We're gonna we're gonna feel nauseous. So then we'll realize, well, gee, maybe I should take powdered supplements, or maybe I should take supplement, the veggie caps that are a little bit easier to take. So some of those things are cues to what works best for us. But no, I don't think we should be taking, I mean, if, as I look back on my mother who was unfortunately on, she was on over 20 medications, not supplements, medications. Aww. Aww. And so, so many people, that's on the medication side. We know our medications are very dangerous. But even in terms right. of supplements, which are helpful, you don't want to over-supplement you, you start right. out with the basics and add on as 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 you as you see fit. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Right. Uh, we have to use our head. Mm-hmm. But you know, we always say, "Oh, I don't have the freedom to do this anymore." And the freedom—that's the freedom you have. That's your real freedom. You can make a decision of what, what's best for your own personal health. You can sit down at a dinner with somebody or they could have cooked it or you could have gone to a restaurant and if it doesn't come to your plate the way you want, you don't have to eat the whole thing. You eat what is healthy for you that makes you feel with energy and your mind alert and your eyes don't feel blurry um, and gut doesn't feel full and you know you can digest it. That's a choice. That's a choice. Now, when you went, how many times have you been in China? Uh, well, it was only one. It was only one trip. I, I hope to uh, mm-hmm. go back one day. But it was a, um, mm-hmm. it was a conference on um, tr- tradition. It was a food. How could I say it? They were trying to come up with new dietary guidelines for the world, and so they were mm-hmm. trying to get bring the best examples of the Mediterranean diet and other mm-hmm. diets over to China, and they were trying to mm-hmm. then exchange culturally mm-hmm. exchange and say, let's take a look at the best of the, the mm-hmm. traditional Chinese diet 
and see what mm-hmm. we can take and um, mm-hmm. take some of those cues, some of those examples, mm-hmm. and bring them, import those or export those mm-hmm. to other countries mm-hmm. as well. So sort of like a cross-cultural mm-hmm. food exchange. And then, mm-hmm. you know, taking a look at the rising obesity at that time, rising obesity, rising rates of um, childhood um, uh, diabetes and heart disease that was starting mm-hmm. to just grow um, at mm-hmm. that time. And uh, so, yeah, so that was the, it was, as I mentioned, it was sponsored by the Always Foundation and Trust, which is Now, where, what other that, countries have you gone to, James? Um, I've gone to Iceland. I've gone to Italy. And now, France, in Iceland, um, what, was it? what did you learn in Iceland? Because there's an extreme for, right there. For, for Iceland, I actually was there on the regulatory side. So I was inspecting a, a plant, actually, mm-hmm. over a, a fish oil plant in Reykjavik mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. that it was uh, up to snuff uh, from a mm-hmm. regulatory standpoint, um, mm-hmm. a cleanliness standpoint, regulatory standpoint. So that was, mm-hmm. that's why I was over in Iceland, and that was a great trip. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in terms of, like, say, say France and, and, uh, and Italy in 2005, um, I was there um, as part of the U.S. delegation it had to do with food safety, um, global food safety. So I was there um, and participated in that conference. Um, I think we probably have all heard of Codex, and there's been a lot of information and misinformation about Codex food safety regulations over the mm-hmm. years. So that was mm-hmm. what those meetings were for, and mm-hmm. uh, and I you know I had an opportunity to um, to learn what was going on. Um, in reference to international standards for food safety around the world, mm-hmm. including dietary supplements. Mm-hmm. Now, in um, your yes. book, do you discuss mm-hmm. much about children's health and, and, and their uh, to teach the parents? Well, yeah, I, I do go into it to a certain extent in the book. Um, I've actually written about it even more sort of uh, in mm-hmm. some of the magazines that I've been involved with and online. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember writing an article called Back to School Bingo at one point Aww. where where you talk about it's like a it's a crapshoot or you know bingo gambling mm-hmm. when you when children go back to school every because of the USDA what I what I refer to as the cruel lunch program not school lunch program um because it's mm-hmm. it's that program is really just to become rife with with corruption and poor quality foods for our young kids, for our children, mm-hmm. and well, nieces, nephews, browsing. and grandkids. Then they wonder what happened to the emotions of the child, a young person during the day and their energy mm-hmm. is they become exhausted with too much glucose, sugar oh, and glucose. Yes. Mm-hmm. I prefer the word glucose over carbohydrates because people, uh, people understand. Uh, have you ever noticed how... People are, all of us, yeah, every one of us is a little confused. <laughs> when, you, when you hear a person talk, yeah. you're wondering, oh, that person just said it that way. Oh, no, this other person said that word another way. And then you've got this, you know, and you get so confused about what does the word really mean, <laughs> you know. It, no, that, uh, and then that's what, true. what, what the, was the greatest oh, invention on the ahead, planet, James? Words. Yes, I'm sorry. What's the greatest yes. invention on the planet? The name of something, a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned sugar. I just want to jump in very quickly, but it's just the uh, well, Dr. William Crook was one of the first um, people who really just drew the connection between sugar and kids and their behavior, activity, inactivity, 
and he was one of the early voices who looked at, looked at a food connection between diet, mm-hmm. sugar, um, and um, and uh, what we now call ADHD or hyperactivity um, right. disorders. Mm-hmm. And that's out of control. It is. That is sad, and you know, it's so. Uh, and on the person themselves is being treated like there's something very wrong. It could be corrected by the diet. Correct. That's correct. In fact, uh, that's what my physicians are. Mm-hmm. Pardon. No, I was going to say Aviva Jill Rom um, referred to to the McDonaldization of our of our kids. Like if if they're if they're rambunctious, so they have energy. Well, oh, gee, let's just label them as, uh, you know, give them some medical label so they can go to maybe special uh, classes and sort of keep them uh, apart because they have energy. <laughs> it, it, it don't you just, just break, it just breaks your heart and takes your tears. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And it's what my physicians are, uh, most all surgeons, but, you know, they're saying it could be all changed but because of the diet. The diet mm-hmm. is that important in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. People are mm-hmm. thinking, oh, well, that quick fix here, this quick fix there, da 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 da. Oh, my emotions here, mine, da This excuse here, this is why I'm overweight in my toe, or this is why I'm too skinny in my finger, or I, oh, I'm drowsy because of this, or I'm da da da. I got a pain in my leg, or I'm doing this with my. Da-da. They don't realize that if you change your diet, that would be your first beginning of of solving the symptom. And that's you should mm-hmm. find that you're not going fast enough. You could probably go get a little medication, but don't make the medication the priority. It's your diet and how much water you're drinking. Mm-hmm. It's vital. Absolutely. And look at the planet Earth, James. It's about <clears throat> how it's living, you know. It's living with, first of all, the atmosphere, water vapor, and then the recycling of fresh water on the surface and all the soil. Soil is a species. It's got to be protected more than anything. So they stopped irrigating the lands, and then the land becomes sand. We only have a minute left for your part, Darnold, and I enjoyed it. I'd love to have you on again because it's a good conversation we're having. Thank and you. I, I enjoyed by it. By the way, well. how, many, how many followers do you have? Well, gee, I don't know. It's just, you know, I do have a, a Facebook yeah. um, page, you know, for the book, um, mm-hmm. Held at Gunpoint, for any, uh, okay. you know, listeners who are... Uh, I think I have about 5,000 people who, mm-hmm. who uh, follow that page. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, but yes, you know, I, I, I very much appreciate the opportunity, and I, I, you know, I do look forward to uh, coming back again in the near future. I'll be having my program person and somebody else that I've got in mind to call you and let's mm-hmm. join some forces here. I like your directions. I like your thinking. I like the books. I, like to, I want to get to the children, too. Uh, yes, I'm in the adult world, out there in the world, but I think it's, we, the children are ready for us. I really do. I think they're mm-hmm. all excited. But we uh, now, where do they find you on the Internet? How do, uh, where do they go? Well, um, so I, jamesgormley.com uh, is Jay my Gormley website. And G G O R M L E Y. That's right, .com. That's my main website, and there's different links there. People who are on Facebook can, can find me, the, the book mm-hmm. there. Uh, held at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple main places people can. There's a contact. There's a contact me button there as well in case you know people have any okay. questions or ideas as well. All right. And if you ever have any ideas for us, lead people <laughs> our way to Polly Featherton is my program person. And uh, 
again, I enjoyed it, and I wish you well, and you be well. Thank you. My pleasure. The same to you. You have a nice day, James. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Wasn't that fun? I, our, our guests from all over the world, and James, an award-winning author, and he's got a book out called uh, At Gunpoint, too, uh, but there's one called Health at Gunpoint that the newest one looks like, and uh, look at that one. That sounds like a good one. They had some other ones in there with children and the lunch program. I like that one, too. Let's all start thinking. Become an entrepreneur and join us with this pilgrimage of learning more and be more self-proactive. As you know, when I started this show, it's to remind you about the water, the water, the water. You must drink eight to ten glasses of water. You must learn how to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth with exercises during the day. You must learn how to eat properly, and you must learn how to sleep. I want to thank you for listening today. Embrace your life, but also embrace somebody else's. Earth whispers, don't take it all with you. Leave something for everyone for generations to come that you left something behind. Thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.